first time she laid eyes on Tommy McBride was in mid-November 1947. Miss Parrott was in charge of the assembly where classes 2A, hers, and 3B, Tommy's, were to practice their dancing for the forthcoming Christmas do. Gentlemen, take your partners, please, Miss Parrott instructed, and the boys who'd been lining one wall moved towards the girls lining the wall opposite, a few of whom were sniggering and giggling. Suddenly he was there in front of her, mumbling the appropriate words while looking at some spot in the cleft of her neck. His own neck was flushed. He clearly found asking a lassie up onto the floor acutely embarrassing, which amused her. Thank you, she replied demurely, thinking to herself that she'd never noticed him before. A waltz, Miss Parrot announced, and bent to the old phonograph on which a record had already been placed. She went into his arms, and then they were off to the somewhat scratchy music. He was a terrible dancer, stumbling over his own feet and hers. Halfway through the dance, it felt as though a ton weight had been dropped on her left big toe. Sorry, he muttered. Don't worry about it, I've nine others, she answered testily, but immediately wished she hadn't when she saw how her reply had hurt him. We all have to learn and polish up our techniques. That's the purpose of these assemblies, she added giving him a smile. For a brief second their eyes met, then he quickly glanced away, his entire face colouring. This one really is shy, she thought, which she didn't find at all unattractive. Many of the boys at Queen's Park Senior Secondary had far too big a tip for themselves, some cocky in the extreme. A shy lad made a pleasant change. When the waltz was over, Miss Parrot told them all to separate into their lines again, then proceeded to give a demonstration of the foxtrot, Miss Parrot doing this with John Drumsheel, who was almost as good a dancer as she was. When the foxtrot had been demonstrated to Miss Parrot's satisfaction, Miss Parrot instructed the boys to take new partners. She wondered if the shy one would ask her up again, but he didn't. He asked Marcy Allen instead. It was Rog Hasty who presented himself in front of her. Rog, who always smelled as if he never changed his vest or underpants. Reluctantly, she accepted. She didn't see the shy lad again till the end of the week, when their two classes had another dancing assembly under Miss Parrot. Gentlemen, take your partners for a polka, please, Miss Parrot announced. He materialised out of the milling boys to mutter his request in such a low voice she had to strain to hear. I'd be delighted, she replied, and followed him further out onto the floor. He didn't speak. Just stood there looking everywhere but directly into...